Switching gears here, an election hasn't been called yet. A lot of speculation it might be called this coming weekend. We'll have to see. Um, It will be soon, everyone expects. Uh, And the old telltale indicators are all there, all over the place. It's dominated discussion for weeks. Opposition parties have now come together, pretty much all of them saying, let's not do this right now. With a looming, quote-unquote, fourth wave on the horizon, now is not the time to be sending Canadians to the polls. That should tell you where they sit in the polls, too. Uh, If they thought they were in a position to make gains, they'd probably be singing a different tune. But the question, though, is if you believe in the polls, the only question here is, can the Trudeau Liberals move themselves into a majority government position? Let's get some details on where Canadians are standing in terms of, do we even want an election? And when we're in this kind of a climate, what does it tell us about the parties and about the polls? We're going to chat now with Daryl Bricker, who is the CEO of Ipsos. Uh, Daryl, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on, Shay. So first question, um, as a pollster, how much faith should we have in the polls this time around, with the Liberals holding not a commanding lead, but a slight lead? Um, you know, basically you're, you're discovering that Canadians really aren't all that fired up about an election. What does that mean to a pollster? Well, it means that uh, the types of mistakes that you see when we have polling mistakes, and by the way, they're much less frequent than I think people sometimes assume. You know, they always say the pollsters get yeah, it wrong. Yeah, they're usually Actually, pretty good. Yeah, they're usually pretty accurate. I mean, there's some wonky polls. I mean, you know, obviously, uh, anybody who followed the Calgary mayor election <laughs> uh, knows that there there can be problems. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, there's been other issues. Like the U.S. presidential election, there have been some problems. But um, generally speaking, they're pretty good. But when we do have problems, they tend to relate to the question not about how people are going to vote, but whether or not they're actually going to vote, which is much harder to predict. Um, people can tell you what the you know the party that they support, and and uh, and and that's pretty easy to assess. But whether or not or not they're actually going to make that you know walk down the street to the local school to put a ballot in the box, or they're going to sign up to pre-vote or whatever, that's really that's the one that tends to get the the, the stickiest. Yeah, because I mean. You're right. When when people are really charged up and, and somebody says, oh, I'm voting liberal or I'm voting conservative and I can't wait to do it, those numbers are going to hold. But when people are kind of like, I, I don't know, whatever, obviously you don't know about the turnout and that can throw everything out of whack. Well, we know in every survey about 32% of the population is lying to us. <laughs> Uh, and, and we know that because, uh, you know, actually it's less than 32, but maybe an extra 20%, 15% are lying to us because they say they're going to vote and they don't. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, we have different ways of trying to capture that. But when you're in, a, in an election in which the turnout is, is, is higher than you would expect, which was, by the way, the case in 2015, and again in uh, in 2019 when the Trudeau government did, uh, won a majority and then was able to hold on to its minority. Turnout was at historical high for the century, but that's because people felt the election really had consequence. They really, they were really wanted to get rid of the government, or they really wanted to prevent the conservatives from winning mm-hmm. um, in in 2019. And in 2015, there was a pretty good bandwagon behind uh, behind Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party. So there was a real enthusiasm about the election, which got the turnout at uh, higher levels. And just how high? I mean, Stephen Harper, when he uh, won his majority in 2011, turnout was only 61 percent. So Trudeau was able to put it up by more than 10 percent through the course of the election campaign in both elections. So um, the question is, how are people feeling right now? And in the headline I had in the global piece I wrote for Global, uh, which was, you know, meh, is yeah. basically how they're feeling right now. I was just like, ah, 
you know, uh, fold in the pandemic, but also fold in the fact that I'm not really sure what this election is about. Yeah. And that's when you start having issues with trying to evaluate turnout. If there's no compelling reason for people to show up, are we going to get 2011? Or are we going to get 2015 and 2019? It's very hard to say at this point. So, Daryl, like you say, when people were really charged up and uh, the Liberals had a lot of support, there was a big anti-conservative push and it led to a very, very high voter turnout and the Liberals benefited. Is that typical? When people are really interested and invested, does it benefit one party more than another? Well, it never used to be. Um, it used to be a situation in which people were enthusiastic about the election. They were enthusiastic about the election for all parties. Uh, so it was fairly evenly distributed across the parties. Now, um, it, it tends to be, as I said in that, the piece that I wrote, it tends to be disproportionate. It tends to be, um, you know, supporters of one party are really enthused. Well, supporters for other parties really aren't. Um, and so you get these disproportionate turnouts in, in election campaigns based on party. Assessing the actual overall amount of turnout is not as important as being able to assess uh, how enthusiastic support is for each of the specific parties. Because if someone has a historically low turnout for their party, even though the overall turnout is good, mm-hmm. that's going to have a huge impact on the election. So that's where we really get stuck, trying to parse out, you know, are women really more enthused about participating this time? Particularly women, say, for example, voting for the Liberal Party, for the NDP. How enthusiastic are they? Uh, You know, new Canadians, how enthusiastic are they? People living in the suburbs who decide all our elections this time, or in the the modern era, how enthusiastic are they about turning out? So not just figuring out the overall turnout, not just the party turnout, but specific groups within the parties, and you see how complicated it is. Yeah. So... In this kind of a climate, and as you say, extremely complicated, we know that, especially around election time, politicians live and die by these polls. So so what do they do? How, how do they navigate their way through this, and how much stock can they put in the polls, and what are they looking for? Well, they're looking for the same things that you know I'm looking for on behalf of Global News, and Ipsos is looking for on behalf of Global News, which is trying to sort through this Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Uh, so they need to know where they need to spend their time in terms of uh, uh, tour. So we're going to be touring in this election campaign. So how much time is Justin going to Trudeau going to be spending in Calgary, for example? Does he have a, a feeling that he can pick up some seats there? And if it is picking up seats, who specifically among the population in Calgary should he be talking to? If he's in Edmonton, you know, Edmonton's uh, uh, been able to produce a couple of liberal seats in the past. You know, which riding should he be focused on? Are there potential gains there? Because it's a, it's a razor's edge in terms of whether they'll yeah. be able to form a majority or minority right now. So it gets really micro then. It gets very micro. Uh, you know, where are they going to? They're going to buy their television ads or their radio ads. Or how are they going to? How are they going to target themselves on social media? What? How are they going to run their campaign? And it's very much about mobilize, not just about convincing people that they should vote for them, but mobilizing people to get out because they yeah. know they're going to be dealing with this problem. So, taking a look at the polls as they stand now, they've been pretty consistent for for a while now. It usually has the Liberals bouncing around thirty nine percent, the Tories down around twenty seven, twenty eight percent, somewhere around there. They haven't moved a whole lot. Um, Are you pretty confident that that will hold up when people go to the polls? Or like you say, is this one of those elections where the polls could be completely whacked out because people just don't care? Uh, Until we get into the election, it's hard to say because campaigns matter. I mean, it's a a well-worn catchphrase for a reason. Um, Campaigns do matter. I mean, who could have anticipated what we saw 
in the last election campaign, yeah. uh, and, the, and the travails that you know the leader of uh, uh, the leader of the Liberal Party got himself into, but also the leader of the Conservative Party got himself into. Um, you know, uh, there, there uh, events will happen during the course of the campaign that could have some effect on what uh, what occurs. But the the environment right now is troubling for the governing Liberals because they've all, they've only got one goal, which is to win a majority, sure. and they have a difficult time saying what this election is about right now, other than we'd like to have a majority, thank you. Um, and uh, that's not a really motivating reason for people to show up and vote for the Liberal Party. So when that happens, the NDP, because there's two big blocks of voters in Canada, there's basically conservative voters, which has a, a high ceiling of about 30, uh, or a high floor of about 30, and a ceiling of maybe 39, 40. And then you've got the Liberal Party, which actually has a low floor um, and a very high ceiling and and so it's the, the combination is usually about what i would call 60 percent progressive voters and 40 percent conservative voters in canada the way that the liberal party wins is it consolidates those progressive voters so it, it uh, demonizes the public about the, the, the potential for conservative government and what that could mean which marginalizes the ndp voters and makes them vote for the liberal party very simple strategy yeah. what happens this time around if it doesn't look like the conservatives have hope do people are they mobilized to do anything? It's very difficult to mobilize them, and maybe even some of those NDP voters uh, who feel that the conservatives aren't a threat this time can say, oh, you know, I can vote NDP this time right. around because I want to have a minority parliament, and they'll keep good control on what the Liberals are doing." Complicated. It, it sure is. Yeah, it's interesting, and it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Daryl, thanks for your time. As always, appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks, Shay. You bet. Thanks. That is Daryl Bricker, the CEO of Ipsos, and like he said, you know, there's so many things that come into play when. Um, that are outside of the party's control. And um, it all depends on how motivated the voters are and how invested they are. And as you know, there can be uh, a movement where a voter who would typically vote NDP says, you know what, Uh, I'll go over to the Liberals this time just because I don't want a Conservative in. Um, But if you're not feeling that and you don't have that motivation, the Liberals can suffer. So it's going to be interesting. Um, We'll see as the campaign goes along. And as I said, it hasn't even been launched yet officially. But uh, you've got federal politicians, federal ministers out spending money like uh, drunken sailors all across the country, uh, funding announcement after funding announcement, which is a pretty clear sign when they start handing out the goodies that uh, a vote is coming up and coming up soon.